Welcome to the podcast cafe. It is the one and only Luazi, the White Walkers. It is a spring day and it's a beautiful day. It's the 1st of September 2022. And shout out to the people that make the show happen. Now, it is our 50th episode, our 50th podcast right here on the podcast cafe. And shout out to everybody that has been supporting the show. And uh, great news. We are officially now available on Amazon Music. Right, I'm going to sit straight on to the main topic of the day. We do have an hour, 20-minute special where I caught up with the, the one and only Mr. Robert Brooks. Yep, the founder of Music is a Great Investment. Take a listen and hear what we have to say. Um, what I want to start with is basically a bit about your background, Mr. Brooks, um, how you got into the arts, most of us know you just through Miyagi, but most of us don't know that, um, for example, you, I think you sang opera. Mm. So I'd like you to just maybe start it off there, what yeah. your days were like in the arts, yeah, what yeah. your involvement was. Yeah. Well, I grew up a boy in northern Natal, in oh. the area of um, um, Washbank, Dundee, Renko. Oh. That's where I grew up. So yeah. Irish ancestors, mother's side, parents, Irish coming to South Africa. Mm-hmm. She was born here, my father's ancestors, so we grew up, you know, mining area mm-hmm. and uh, um, rural and my mother's brother's uncles, my uncles were mm-hmm. also Irish and um, they played a lot of music. Were they farming they were, in that, that area? No, they you? were miners. Okay, great. Yeah. great. My father was. Okay. And... The uncles, they were rough but wonderful. Okay. So they partied a lot, mm-hmm. ate a lot of Indian curry, mm-hmm. and uh, made music. So my mother too, and I grew up in that household. Wow. Yeah. Irish folk music. Well, and then you, 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 your mom made music? Yeah. She was a pianist, played the violin, played the banjo. Played, Is that so? Played the ukulele, sang. Wow. So my siblings, and I grew up, I was the sixth of six kids quite much younger than the rest. My oh. three siblings were out of the house and I had two sisters. Mm-hmm. And all the time sang. So I grew up with music, but not serious classical music. Like. And then I discovered that <clears throat> when I was at school, music teacher, and then mm-hmm. I was in Johannesburg for some years, um, joined the Brickelberg Theatre Company, mm-hmm. performed at the old His Majesty's Theatre. Okay. You know, in in, in, in Street. Commissioner Street next to the Carlton Centre. Oh, I see. I it's see. not to be recognised. It's since very long not a theatre anymore, but it's one of the most beautiful theatres. Is it? A lot of history. Yeah, it turned into a clicks into this and that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know what downtown looks like. So mm-hmm. that's, I'm talking here in uh, mid of the 80s, end of the 80s. It already wow. was dismantled and as a as a as a theatre. But then I had the opportunity to be with artists and, and mm-hmm. go along those lines and I joined um, evening classes for Italian and French and then I was linked to the university to bits mm-hmm. and I saw application or, or, or advertisement for a singing competition and the prize would be summer course to study in Salzburg in Austria. Is it? For three weeks and okay. I got the prize and off I went and I never came back. I stayed, this was in 1978, and I stayed in Austria, and I made my way as a singer, and I became an Austrian citizen, and um, always had one foot in Austria, but moved around the world a lot, Mm -hmm. and then 
in 2000, mm -hmm. came back to South Africa for a significant period of time, yes. which, I, which I did not do in those 20, odd 23 mm -hmm. years, mm -hmm. and um, had the idea of an intercultural festival mm -hmm. to unite genres like classical, indigenous and jazz. Oh. And um, met up with the then Minister of Arts and Culture, Dr. Ben. Gubane. Mm -hmm. Gubane, wow, and we clicked. He's a good man. And we clicked, and yeah, he's late, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And was pulled into the whole ESCOM debacle. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Mm. And um, yeah, I know I had a very, very, very good rapport. Mm -hmm. As I did with his, with his uh, successor, Paolo Jordan. Yes, I still, know Mr. Paolo Jordan. We still chat. So. Mm -hmm. And uh, then started, started that madness. Um, Calling it uh, the International Classical Classic. Music Festival. Yes, that's what um, it was first called. Yeah, it was first called. And then we had um, a visit by one of the world's greatest violinists and um, UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador, Maxim Vengerov, Russian. Wow. And uh, he, he went around promoting our cause and he always said, You know, sir, you have to support them because music is a great investment. And then we picked up the music mm. as a great investment and we changed our name, I think it was 2005. Mm -hmm. yeah. And up to that point we were doing great shows, I mean, with uh, a lot of, with Mambazo, with mm. um, Soweto String Quartet, with Miriam Makeba, mm. and a lot of people, and always bringing them together with the orchestra, which they didn't have the opportunity ever. Mm. And uh, we, we did a recording with Mambazo called uh, No Boundaries, and so it was, uh, intercultural stage, definitely music, and then um, very soon I saw that there was the need for music education. A lot of kiddies um, in the in the marginalized areas um, and people teaching, but mm -hmm. it wasn't structured. It's, mm. They were not registered as NPOs or NGOs, and mm. we, we started supporting all of that. And through through that, a network came together. But coming back to my, my, my background, yes, it mm. was ordinary South African boy with a love for music and mm. got this uh, opportunity to go to Europe and then the world just opened. Absolutely. And then coming back with that experience, with those contacts and mm. still mixing, I was still the very, I think the first 12 years of Miyachi I was still actively singing, performing. Oh yes. And then um, you know, gradually just Miyachi got to, to, to to demand, yes, and uh, then of course you make choices, and and um, you can go on singing even if you're not running around on all stages, mm -hmm. so, which I do. Um, and for me, it was <coughs> to to experience the just things I didn't know. Mm. It was really, really so. I thought that's what life is about, and that is mm. what. What, what the privilege of an advanced age is. So mm -hmm. why do you go on living? You go on living because you want to know the things that you don't know. Oh, yes. And um, this is, was always our um, setup, that we, that we didn't have a vision and saying, oh, we're going to get there. So you, you dealt with that, what you got mm. on your plate. So mm. okay, now we go this direction. Now we need, ah, oh, now I've learned this. And, this can go together. It was more of an organic um, process. Where I would say just... so. I would say so. And uh, just if you open your eyes and you and you spread your ears mm -hmm. around, uh, you you learn a lot and learned a lot from the kids, the so-called mm -hmm. kids that joined Miyagi. So I mean, a big 
component of Miyagi, obviously, is our youth yes. work. Mm. And that, I mean, the, the intercultural festival, mm. we stopped that, I think, in 2009 was the last. Yes. And uh, we then concentrated on events related to, to the, the, the young musicians. Oh, absolutely. So when you get to South Africa, it's 2000. Those first three years, take me through that. What did you discover when you went into previously disadvantaged places like your townships, rural areas, and then you found that, okay, these kids love this, but what were some of the challenges? What did you find was, what was quite like, interesting that you didn't know mm -hmm. before? My first discovery was that the, the distance between the layers of the society, mm -hmm. not knowing a thing about each other. And if you want to build a nation, it's a, it's a learning curve. That's True. what social cohesion is about. It's mm. about knowledge, and the real knowledge would, would, would then hopefully exempt you from fear. Oh, yes. But for me, <clears throat> in the, the first year, we invited the English Chamber Orchestra, which is a very famous orchestra. Okay. The All right. And um, the monies that we got mm -hmm. was subject to what was called outreach. Okay, outreach. I okay. didn't understand the word outreach. Yeah, we I didn't know who was reaching out to mm. So, and we we invited the education officer of the English Chamber Orchestra, mm -hmm. Marilyn Grove, mm -hmm. and she came. They also in London have an outreach project. Oh. So she came to South Africa to 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 um, um, meet with the possible candidates for these. Quotation mark outreach projects, mm. and um, then worked on a on a on a educational program. Mm -hmm. So, if the ECL would be here, then those, that is educational program would be would be then um, followed, and that happened. <clears throat> so, the English Chamber Orchestra members they went into deep growth. They went to. The African Youth Ensemble, Kowani mm. Mantu, mm -hmm. excellent teacher, excellent job. Mm -hmm. Also late, unfortunately. Mm. If I think we're the same age, and mm -hmm. uh, and we, I followed that. And now this is outreach, and now obviously these very gifted mm -hmm. and ex experienced expertise musicians. Then with these youngsters mm. playing, playing, playing Bach. You know, wow. Bach. Um, and Kowani, he, he, he prepared them, <coughs> and there they were. And these uh, English Chamber Orchestra experienced musicians, the mouths hung with what freedom these kids played. Okay, it wasn't perfect, mm -hmm. and it wasn't on the standard that they used to playing, mm -hmm. but there was another energy. There was an energy. So they were saying, we got so much out of these children. And these are the poor kids. Mm -hmm. So what's outreach? Who's reaching out to who? Mm -hmm. So these are, these are these perceptions in our development in South Africa yes. that, that should be looked at in a very different way. Mm -hmm. So that was for me a huge, a huge discovery. And then also that um, in, in those communities um, disadvantaged, mm. um, just the love for all of this, mm -hmm. and I mean that—that that was for me my my, my uh, ex first experience. Mm -hmm. And then one could adapt certain 
programs and projects. Mm -hmm. And Kolwani Monk himself, he was such a case that he was just grabbed by some man that was in the township and taught. Because how would you in the 50s and 60s and 70s and so get to learn a classical instrument? Are you serious? Yeah. So he and his brother Malani Mantu, who's mm -hmm. still running the project now, mm -hmm. um, they had opportunities to go to, to Manchester to study in London. Mm -hmm. They came back and they started this initiative. Mm. And that was for me a, a huge impression that these people just started teaching with a couple of instruments, had help, but um, there wasn't always money. Mm. They were not a registered NGO. Mm -hmm. I remember helping the African Youth Ensemble only around 2006, 7, 8, 9 Is it? to register. Um, so it's not a, it's a, but, but for me was that dedication um, to just go on whatever. Wow. Yeah. And social cohesion, I, I noticed that for Miyagi, social cohesion is like the basis of what drives the whole organization. Mm. And, and it's obviously part of what the government is trying to reach or, or trying to do. What role have you seen manifest? What role have you seen actually bringing out results in terms of where you've done your social cohesion and you've, you've, you, you, you've noticed that, you know what, this does work? Mm. Well, you see, Wazi, um, <clears throat> for me, um, when one speaks about social cohesion, I think one needs to discuss mm. what is social cohesion. What do we want to reach? Social cohesion is just let the black and white can hop around Mm -hmm. being nice friends. Mm -hmm. um, I think it, it goes beyond that. Mm -hmm. It's really classes, it is background, it is um, your, 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 your different um, ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's also to deal with the past, mm -hmm. obviously. So social vision is knowledge, mm -hmm. knowledge of what is not right oh. and how did we get there. But then social cohesion is not only a South African problem. Mm -hmm. The world is going through this. So, so social cohesion, I mean, there are different, 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 different ideas about it. For me, social cohesion is very important because um, you invest in humans. Mm. Because human capacity, and human mm. capacity, human capacity is the only way to sustainability. True. And sustainability would you need social cohesion to mm. be sustainable. Mm. And then sustainability is economic growth. And mm. it feeds, again, social cohesion, because if everybody can live and make it, they start working together and thinking together. Mm. And it, when it comes to the, to the race issue, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't think there's any 10-point plan mm. of how not to be racist. Mm -hmm. I think there's only engaging in... in, in something bigger than the conditioned human mind mm -hmm. engage in that mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. and get results and music and arts that is a huge platform to follow to reach exactly that because music if you especially if you have an orchestra mm -hmm. and the conductor lifts his baton and put them down the music takes over True. you don't have time to think mm -hmm. it's bigger it's much bigger mm -hmm. you finish with a piece 
and you, you look around and you'll notice something and your your conditioned mind will start functioning. Mm -hmm. But it's like erosion. If you if you do that over and over and over, with time that disappears. Mm -hmm. Disappears. Because that's something greater than the conditioned human mind takes over and that's the only way. So we need to we need to what Miyagi managed, I think, mm. was to create these platforms. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't kid yourself. There are differences. Yes, you have, if you have the first orchestra course, mm -hmm. and you've got 90 youngsters, and you will find the colored guys from the Cape standing there, mm -hmm. the white guys from Poteng, mm -hmm. and you will have your the black guys. Mm. And over the time, you know, it's the, the, it starts it starts to engage. Mm. But I mean, you find it in normal schools also, you know, there's mm. just, just, just so much possibility going, going on. But I think Miyagi has, in its own um, humble way, created these platforms where young people, new generation, mm. new humans can together achieve mm. and say, wow, look what we did together. Absolutely. Um, I was very very excited we were just looking at some of um, the achievements that have been made by some of the students that were raised by the Miyagi organization and um, I just want to um, focus on I think it's Kanyim Teto if I'm not mistaken mm -hmm. Kanyim Teto she's just won two summer awards mm -hmm. um, the one was for best classical um, album and I think and the other one is um, but it's all in the classical um, yeah. Music. She's got two awards, yes. and she's from Niaji. Uh, gosh, she she. Kanye Mtetwa. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye. <clears throat> she she made her way before coming to Niaji. Oh yes. Yeah, she she made her way, and she was studying already in Milano. Is it? So I I don't know where and how she studied. Mm -hmm. I knew her. Her first husband very well. Oh yes, a Polish cellist. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And um, they actually, I brought the Polish cellist mm -hmm. um, out, and he he grabbed the most beautiful girl. Yes. And um, there they went, and they've got two kiddies together. And so, mm -hmm. but Kanye Kanye was already a very good um, musician and flautist mm -hmm. and teacher. So I engaged her for, mm. for, for, for projects with the Miyagi Orchestra. Oh, and then oh, she yeah. went and taught at the, the, the um, Morris Eisen Center for Music. In Soweto. In Soweto, which mm -hmm. was, which was um, co-founded, founded by the donor, Cape mm -hmm. Gate, mm -hmm. and um, Miyagi. Mm -hmm. We oversaw the building of it, mm -hmm. the development of it, and now it's independent with the own management, own board. Is it? Yeah. And it's still on the board, still still, still overseeing certain things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, one never stops being, being a mentor to those things. And mm -hmm. if you've created something like that with blood, sweat and tears, then it's like your child. Yes. It just doesn't go. So, but child gets older, has his own life. Yes. And so this is the case there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What was your experience with her? Um, you worked with her a couple of times. Um, what kind of person would you say she was musically? Mm. Musically excellent. Mm. Very dedicated. Dedicated, went through tough times. Mm. And there she is. Brilliant. That's music. Music's a great investment. Mm, she absolutely. never stopped. She always 
held on to it, and I, I have a good um, um, rapport with her. We, we, we text from time to time, mm. and I'm very, very proud of her, mm. because I know how it's been. Absolutely. The Cape Gate... Um, um, the, the, sorry, the Cape Gate, um, is, is, is it the music center, the one that's in Soweto? Mm. On the premises of the Morris Isaacson yes. School. Isaac. How did that come about? Uh, I was involved with the Israeli embassy mm -hmm. um, to bring a play out to the market theater. Mm -hmm. And I was sent to a donor, a possible donor, and this was um, Jewish philanthropist uh, Mendel Kaplan, okay. and the owner of Cape Gate. Mm -hmm. It's a huge steel company, mm -hmm. multinational. Mm -hmm. And through his foundation, which is the Kaplan Kushlik Foundation, oh. they were busy erecting a multi-purpose hall on the premises of Morris Isaacson. Mm -hmm. And I came to him and I <clears throat> had to speak for funds for this play. And he says, you're that guy that does music, don't you? Huh? So I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, I want to, I, I would like to support something like that. That's a very interesting, wonderful man. And he said lots more, but that's not interesting. Mm. But anyway, so what transpired then was, I said, well, if you're busy building a multi-purpose hall, why don't you just add a wing for music? Because mm. we've got all these initiatives, and there's not, there, are no, there are little space to do it. And then I got together with the architect, late Monty Sack, mm. Stephen Sack, that was big in culture, wow. city, and so his father. And he was the architect at that stage with his son, Nicholas. Mm -hmm. And... One thing led to another, when Monty said, look, it's gonna co not, not going to cost more money if we just build a little facility next to the multi-purpose hall. And that was the center. It became bigger and bigger. Wow. Um, it was planned, you know, very modest, and then, then, mm -hmm. it, then it expanded. And it is, it is a full-fledged, um, our, our, our music director, Chris Bishop, mm -hmm. likes to say it's the state of the art <laughs> so it, which it probably is for what you see mm -hmm. um, generally in mm -hmm. Soweto yes. and a beautiful hall and I don't know if you've been there no I, I was going to get to that like yeah. what, what, what happens there currently well what happens is that on a daily basis um, children come off to school wow, nice. so they have the individual lessons mm -hmm. they have, they have um, ensembles mm. they have choir singing on um, and then on Saturdays, they join in um, jamming and they get their theory lessons. So it's a full-fledged wow. music That's center, but after school, mm. which means that um, they have accreditation, but they do it uh, via alternative um, bodies like Royal Schools, Beautiful. Uh, Trinity School of Music, and we used to do UNISA, but it's a little mm -hmm. problematic now. Mm -hmm. um, and there's about 110 in these projects. Wow. That comes Saturdays, but it's a full program. You get a full, you, you get to play your instrument and the theory behind it. And then we've got the early childhood music development um, program where we have uh, teachers going into the community in the mornings, go to the daycare centers, and those mm -hmm. little toddlers mm -hmm. get music education. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. And how so, long has that been happening? Oh, that's been going since. Just from the start. I mean, we've been, we started teaching seriously in 2012. Hmm. But the, 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 the early childhood program was already running before hmm. that because the building was inaugurated in 20, April to May 2011. Wow. So, and then we prepared, and then I mean, it takes obviously a lot of funding 
In Europe, the arts, or even in the West, the arts has got a, a sort of like a, a, a framework that it, 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 it operates by. That's why they're well taken care of. Mm. It's very sophisticated. It's developed. It's like any other career. In South Africa, the arts, the government contribution or government involvement is very limited. I'm an artist, and, and I've noticed that um, sometimes they look at the arts as whatever's left from the budget, then we'll give some to the arts. Mm. And, 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 and from the work that Miyagi has done, um, you've proven that the arts can actually be a tool to, to, for social economic development for people's lives. What do you think? What, 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 what do you think is the is maybe is the blind side from government to actually realize that mm. you can take the arts seriously, or you can put a significant budget into the arts, and it can transform people's lives, mm. rather than offering them jobs? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with jobs, mm. um, because in a way, I think it leaves us behind from the rest of the world all the time we play in catch up. Um, I don't know what, what what's, what's your general sentiment around that arts in South Africa and, and government being like working with the arts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a long story. Mm. Because where do we start? Do we start with government in 1994, mm. or do we start with government in 1948, mm. or whatever? Because what was the perception there? It was for the privileged, oh. and the government then invested a lot by building theatres okay. for five percent mm. of the population. Okay. So you can't speak that that was any mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I don't think that the nation was ever educated mm. to, to really be sensitive for the arts. Mm. Um, it, privileged people, everything was fed to, mm -hmm. and then obviously your people in poorer conditions where it was a utmost need for survival, mm. expression. Mm. If you see now people running away from, from Ukraine, the arts work, artworks that we created on the way, mm. it's there. If you see, if you go to a cave and you see the Bushman drawings, mm. it's, a, it's a need, everlasting need for human expression. Mm. So that expression can be merely creative and not, not means of making a living. Mm. But if you really do it seriously and there is an industry connected to it, then it should be means of making a living. So my experience, there, there would be enough money for the arts. Mm -hmm. There's quite a little money allocated, but it's not managed. Oh. It's not managed. Um, there's, no, there's no structure in how it's, how it's dispensed. Mm -hmm. There's no 
God over it, and there are enough examples. Mm. I need not point fingers True. to the situations. <laughs> um, everybody knows that. Mm. And and um, when I was, I mean, I worked from day one with the Department of Arts and Culture. I went to Dr. Ben Mubane, and that was it. I never stopped working, trying. Mm. Going there, getting a blue eye, mm. bloody nose, mm. go away, come back, because you can't develop this country if you don't work together with the government. True. One has to learn from the other. One hand can't work without the other hand. Mm. And this is our, our, our take at Miyachi. We always try and try again. Absolutely. It's getting considerably more difficult. Um, but it's so for everybody. Mm. And that needs to be cleaned up. If mm. we could clean up that, like so many other things, yeah. then um, um, we need to something something can happen because there would be money. Mm. So uh, it needs work and it needs um, chutzpah. Needs people to mm. stand up, mm. stand up and say this is wrong. Look at that, and not to say, oh won't help because these people are so connected there's so many contacts it goes there mm. and if that and if that then he will and shall and would mm. <coughs> excuse me so mm. it is a very complex situation that need would need a lot of um, serious 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 uh, um, wanting to change it and go beyond mm. and um, I think there are certain things that happen over the last couple of months mm -hmm. that made the environment a little bit more aware of what what is actually going on. Someone needs to take that on with a lot of courage. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I think COVID also sort of exposed like uh, the, the imbalances of the type of lives that artists are living, whether it's experienced artists or those that are starting out. Yeah, or, or just about to die. Mm. Just this is snow. But look, this phenomenon is international. Mm. It's international, so but that's no excuse. Mm. I very often hear, you know, if we speak about the corruption, say, yes, mm. but you know what's going on in that country is exactly the same. It's just that we've got such a small stage. Oh, I see. South Africa is a small stage. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a society with growing pains. Mm. One need now, you need those infusions of energy mm. that would be the possibility to really be creative mm. and, and and that's extremely and it's taken away by the greed like with the rest and putting people in positions where they have absolutely no clue mm. they can't help it they need a job so mm. you know they, they are there so, so it's a very complex last year absolutely and I, 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 I often would like people to join Mm. like minds to change these things and I think there's now a time where people are ready for it and not saying I'm just going to lie there and then take what I get mm -hmm. yeah. I think that was what was going on before um, yeah and I think like I'm saying with COVID everybody realized that uh, we, we all need to get up and do something about it alright um, I want to focus on when I was in Durban last year at the Intra-Africa Trade Fair um, there was a song I think the name of the song was but it was played by, I think the lead was Tsepo Tsotese. Mm. And uh, um, um, I was really blown away. And, uh, and uh, my understanding was that um, you, you, what, 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 th th there was, was, I think the band is called a, 
a sextet or something. Um, yeah, the new school. Sextet. Yes, the new school. I was very captivated, and you've worked with Tepatotesi for how long now? Mm. Yeah, we, we auditioned outside of the normal auditions. That's typical Tepo. His teacher from the from the from the school of music also mm -hmm. says he missed the audition, and you should have him in your orchestra. So I said, well, send him through to our office. He's in Bruce. He come an audition, and it was clear to me exceptional talent. Mm. That was his first year with the Miyagi Orchestra, youth orchestra. Is it? Yeah. How old was he? He was he was around late teens. So Is it? 18, 19, 20. Yeah, so he was already then Chepo, the musician, the composer, mm -hmm. the, uh, yeah, strong character. And with, with, with him, what's his background? Did he study music? Um, yeah, he grew up he grew up Salvation Army bands, mm. like most of most of these brass guys. Oh yes, yeah, oh, yes. rural, community community things. Mm. I'm forgot. I mean, I knew I <clears throat> don't know if he went to that, but then he landed at Takis mm -hmm, Music mm -hmm. Department. Yes, and studied there classical um, clarinet, mm. and obviously um, the, the the saxophone as well. And he plays piano. When he, um, <coughs> He's such talented. Very talented. Very, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, uh, 2011, mm -hmm. we did a project, we assembled the orchestra mm -hmm. again, and they normally have so-called uh, jam session, which they call um, quella evenings. Okay. Everybody just come and do something. Nice. And came and he did something. And my then wife, that Ingrid Hedlund, that started yes. Miyagi with me, yes. she um, says, you know, Robert, this Teppo is quite something. His mm -hmm. music, one should, one should give him the opportunity to, to develop that. And we were planning a tour for 2020, mm -hmm. not 2012. Mm -hmm. And he teamed up with the then conductor, um, Christian Mutspiel, a mm -hmm. conductor, composer from Vienna. Wow. Very, very... In yeah. Austria. Famous, yeah, from Austria. Mm -hmm. And he and he, with Chepo's music, together with Chepo, created this composition out of South Africa. It's on our website. If you if you if you Google out of South Africa Miyachi, you find a recording. Mm -hmm. And that was then premiered um, um, here in Johannesburg and then we went on tour mm -hmm. with it. And um, see Chepo had this idea of new school a new school concept. It's never explained to me exactly what that means. Mm. And he, he then, then we said, look, let's do a new school ensemble within the Miyagi Orchestra, and we go on tour, which then happened. So one evening in Berlin, we were the Miyagi Youth Orchestra, and the next evening we were um, new, school new school at Miyagi. Oh. Yeah. So new school resident at Miyagi, mm -hmm. and... Uh, you know, we need to do those kind of things because we get the funding, mm. so we can't outsource and say it's something, it's this or that. Mm. But they did, started developing that orchestra within in the activities. Mm. And the idea was that it should take off. Mm. For a lot of reasons, didn't quite. Um, but it's still, it's still, it's still brewing there. Mm. Now and then he puts together a new school ensemble. Mm. So what transpired out of the new school was um, the sextet, yes. which was, uh, um, for me, very, very potent. We, we mm -hmm. managed to do quite a bit of um, tours mm -hmm. for them, 
they went to Sweden, they went to wow. to Germany, and um, so that thing. But then they they went went astray. Different directions. Different directions. Prices. Yes, different directions. But that CD is still around. We should actually do a second print of it. It's, mm. Jeppe would like to change a lot, but 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 it's, it was very 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 nice. That music very special. Mm. So yes, so his music is from time to time again played played by the Miyagi Orchestra, mm. especially in 2018 when we went on tour. Jeppe was conducting his pieces also wow. next to next to the the Beethoven we did and the Bernstein wow. and the, and the um, Firebird and mm. stuff, big works. So. Yeah, but I'm not can't remember which piece we played at the Inter-African. But it, the name of the song. Let me just double check. I think I wrote it down. I can read it up. It was. Let me just double check. I'll find it. I think I wrote it down. Mm. It's again now a collaboration with uh, um, Joy of Jazz. Yes. With Chapel. Mm-hmm. Putting together orchestra. It was Pineapple Appetizing. Pineapple Appetizing, okay. It's, just, it's an album about, um, he personifies a fruit, so it gives the fruit like a human personality. Yes, yes. You know, I, I, that song I don't know so well. That was mm. the first time he came up with that. Mm. It was before, you know, it was, he had about five songs mm. that was always repeated. So even now, he's... Uh, Famous one. It's called "The Bubble Is a Nice Friend to Have." Okay. We we. Uh, he, I think I know this song. He together with a with a um, musician from Vienna, mm-hmm. David Panzer, mm-hmm. um, made an arrangement for 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 percussion and and winds, and that was performed in Vienna now on the thirty first of March. But it it was a virtual thing. We recorded here with. 11 or 15 musicians or 11 musicians mm-hmm. and then with 25 musicians in Vienna and it was amalgamated in a, in a, in a studio and uh, it's on the web it's on the website on your archives I think yeah. that's the song that plays in yeah. yeah no it's uh, if you if you go and um, yeah, just google a bubble is a nice friend to mm. Miyachi mm. and you'll see that and then that's um, brilliant. You traveled. I want to hear about the Nelson Mandela 100 because mm. I've, I've, I've been fortunate enough to work with a couple of cellists in Johannesburg and just follow their stories and do their profiles. And one of the things that always stands out for most of the guys is the Nelson Mandela 100 year tour in 2018. They went to Switzerland, Austria, Netherlands, Germany, Belgium. They traveled the northern Bavaria block of countries. What, 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 what was that experience like? Because for most of them, they, they, it's a standout type of experience. Yes. Some of them had never traveled yeah, before. No, it, it look, yeah, I mean, there were a couple of new ones. Mm. But that orchestra was built from a core mm. of people that were with Miyagi for years. Is it? I mean, started in the first tour in, twi- uh, in, 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 in 2009. Mm. Um, so they've been, then they would have done, done 2009, they would mm. have done... 2012, we've done 2014, 2016, and a couple of smaller projects in between. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, this big Nelson Mandela tour. Mm. 
So that was a very interesting. I always, when we started, I called it the virtual orchestra because mm-hmm. we didn't have the funds to bring them together as we normally would do mm-hmm. to a huge educational course mm-hmm. with instructors. Mm-hmm. So I had organized in regional rehearsals. Mm-hmm. So your Cape guys would come together, all mm-hmm. and then at the end we used to we managed to get all the strings together. Mm-hmm. And then when everybody left for for um, Europe, we went to a place uh, north of Frankfurt, and we rehearsed there solidly with a conductor for eight days. Mm-hmm. So that was creating the program, which was very demanding. Mm-hmm. And then we took off on this tour, but the tour related to hundred years Madiba. Mm-hmm and that responsibility and everywhere we hooked up with the respective South African embassies mm. so it had a huge South African flavor to it mm. and it wasn't Mickey Mouse Halls it mm. was the greatest concert hall in Germany which is the Elb Philharmonie mm-hmm. we played there it's over 2,000 people mm. and the nice thing about the Miyagi Orchestra is that the cult, different the own culture developed mm. we don't play in tux and black Mm-hmm. It's in colorful Nelson Mandela yes, jeans and sneakers, mm-hmm. and um, that was it. So I mean this, and then the shirts in nine different colors, and this mm. colorful, these colorful people mm. coming on stage, mm. and I think for for them it was just this experience of everywhere they got this warm welcome. People wouldn't let them go. Mm. And they got this artistic recognition that they saw, mm. that, that they made the great artistically. Mm. Now they started there, and I always tell the story, I mean, if you have a boy in the township, people just hear this funny scratching because you won't have ten people in a little precinct playing the violin. Mm-hmm. So he's unique. But people sort of like, Sheikh, what the hell is he doing? You know, and he walks mm. away with his violin every mm-hmm. day and he comes back. And, so. and then one day he goes with the violin and a suitcase. And I say, where are you going? I'm going to Berlin. <laughs> like that. That's so true. That's the impact that it and has. Huge. And then you, you... So I think for everybody, they were so well taken care of and they could just play the music. And it was this intense six weeks together and traveling and having off days and, you know, going to one of the, well, one of the most, most important classical music festivals, it's Verdier mm-hmm. in Switzerland, mm. and they played a concert that was extremely well accepted, received, mm-hmm. and then they were guests of the festival, they could go to concerts free, they go to rehearsals, and they experience all these top people that they only read about or hear CDs of, so they could, so I think that was opening, opening mm. a world, and um, I don't think any one of them um, remained the same person as they were before the tour. Mm. And that, what I notice when I speak to them, because of that, there's a bond. Mm. And they call themselves the Neagicians. Mm. And mm. there's a bond. And also, I mean, there was all mostly a distance between me mm-hmm. and most of the mm-hmm. guys. And mm-hmm. since that tour, it's like they started trusting. Mm. Because there's a lot of skepticism, mm. you know, this is a very complicated country, the dynamics are very complicated. Mm. And uh, I notice an incred- incredible warmth, and, and you're right, I'm also reminded of, this is what we want, mm. nothing less. Mm. So it's good 
if you if you set the norm, if you set the norm, if you set the standard. Mm. So COVID was impossible. We had 2019. We had another smaller excursion to Berlin at playing at this prominent festival. Six composers mm. playing their works and then performing with some other other young musicians from Europe. Mm -hmm. And uh, now we are gearing up for um, a big tour, professional tour to Germany and okay. to, to, to Europe in 2023. Mm -hmm. So they will start in Amsterdam mm -hmm. and go to go to um, Schleswig-Holstein, which is the Elbphilharmonie, and go to Berlin, mm -hmm. and then there's a big festival in in uh, Switzerland, Lucerne Festival, mm -hmm. and some other other concerts in between. So gearing up for that and primarily playing African mm -hmm. music, their own music, oh. compositions and music from the African diaspora. Mm. So it's not anymore the Miyagi Youth Orchestra, it's called the Miyagi Orchestra, mm -hmm. a Pan-African ensemble. Because they've grown with you. It's grown. So these guys are professionals, we can't call it mm. youth orchestra. Mm. So I would busy creating the funding to, mm. to, to to start a new Miyagi Youth Orchestra to, oh, to give new, yes. new kids the opportunity. But this is an orchestra that we want to groom to, to mix into the professional world mm. with our yeah. own identity. Oh, yeah, playing play classical pieces, but fine. But with the identity of a of, 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 of strong representation of, of, of um, own creativity. Mm. Yeah. And how is that received in Europe? Very well, extremely well. Because every time in our um, classical programs, mm -hmm. touring, we included new compositions and Czechos compositions. Um, our conductor in 2018, Duncan Ward, young British guy, mm -hmm. just turned 30, genius guy, and he, he, he was working with us for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And um, he composed a piece that was called um, Rainbow Beats, mm -hmm. and it was focused on music from the orchestra. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, that went up extremely well. Yeah. But people, you know, when we uh, end the concert, people mm -hmm. on their on their feet they dance. <laughs> it's even if you look. There's yeah. that vibrancy that Niaji brings in, into the classical music, yeah. which, which is unheard of. It is, and it's my huge frustration that we don't manage to serve that orchestra as we serve them on the European stages in South Africa. Why is that? And then, um, it's, a, it's a money question, it's a mm -hmm. logistical question. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, it's mainly, mainly, mainly interest and funds. Mm. Because, because of the conflict, mm -hmm. which is not only money mm. in the country, mm -hmm. it's very difficult, very difficult to get these things. Mm. We, no, we normally, before European tour, we did a concert, mm -hmm. and those went off very well. Mm -hmm. But if I can just show this orchestra, like in 20, 2018, this 90-piece orchestra, we did a reduced version of it at um, UNISA, December um, 2018, mm -hmm. and that, that went off very, very well, but it wasn't the full program, not the real conductor and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But now with um, the next tour, I am, I am into the funding scheme mm -hmm. and planning two concerts in South Africa okay. um, on our arrival back in the country. So, oh, right. so we'll just extend 
We normally our tours went quite long, so this is a shorter tour. Mm-hmm. So we can just say, guys, we have three days more, mm-hmm. so we 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 can um, share it. Fantastic. Um, I was blown away when I saw, and I think for me right now, it was just unbelievable, like the presence and the delivery of um, Abel, the cellist, Abel Slaoche. I watched his music video with the Manchester Collective, um, and the song is called Gabohaling. And I'm just thinking the impression he's made in the UK. He lives there now. Yeah, yeah, he lives. He went to study. Mm-hmm. And um, he was also in the Miyachi Youth Orchestra. Tell me about that gentleman. Like when I when I I've been following him more now since I've just been doing my research into classical music in South Africa, and he is just something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he he was taught by Sheila and Michael Masot, mm-hmm. the Masote family. They oh. also have a son, Kwan Masot. Oh yes, also a cellist. Oh, yeah, he used to work with me. Kwan Masot, yes, I've heard of. Yes, and. Uh, so Abel was then, he was, he was more than just playing the cello. I mean, the cello was his, his talent. And mm-hmm. He got a scholarship to go to St. John's. Mm-hmm. And from there he got opportunities. And he had a special teacher, he got a special cello. So, mm-hmm. so as the talent. And he played with Miyagi, I think, the... Uh, yeah, he was in the beginnings. Is he it? Was there. Yeah. I don't think he went with us on the first tour. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. But he does um, mention when he's interviewed, or he speaks to people, he speaks about the Meiji mm. um, times that he, that he loved it. There is on our on our um, on our website. Mm-hmm. If you click on the website, mm-hmm. there's a face, Becky Flatchwire. Mm-hmm. That is a little film, and Abel is featured there. Is it? Yeah. He's featured. Mm. Plays solo. I think he played with us 2008. Mm-hmm. And 2000. Didn't play, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, exceptional, exceptional talent, exceptional personality. Mm-hmm. And he found a niche for himself. Mm-hmm. So, in this terrible competitions of young classical musicians and cellists and so on, mm-hmm. you have to find their own identity. Mm-hmm. And he found his language. It's so true. Yeah, this just happened. We have to see how all of that develops. Mm. But he's signed by Warner, is it? Which, which is already career, and he plays in big concerts also. And that's like a transformation of life. That is like your objectives as Miyagi. When, when one person gets developed to that level, it's, it's, it's like you've reached your, your objective and your mission. Yeah. How does it make you feel when you see some of the people whose lives you've touched and they're just excelling and excelling? Yeah, you know, it's like you, you don't... Um, it's not something which you take a resume. It's like mm. you, you, you see it happening and you can't be sure if it was exactly your mm. your little impulse or influence. Mm. But, but, but we all have, like St. John's, like the Masotis, and mm. everybody has a piece of paper. And, mm. and, and, and he makes everybody proud. And this whole thing of um, saying, you know, we made them or we did that. Mm-hmm. We also had a very big um, hand in um, Pretty Ende's development. Pretty Ende? Yeah, she's a world famous soprano. Okay. Google her next I'm, time. I'm definitely going to. Yeah, she now 
graciously while she was at the Vienna State Opera, we had a big wow. event in Vienna, and she came and she performed three songs wow. at the event. Yeah, so so we um, wonderful girl, mm -hmm. and so there are many, 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 many others. I mean, some of them now teaching, having started own initiatives, and also people that mm -hmm. that, that, that I recognize. Um, things were made possible. Absolutely. And um, you know, I always um, say to my staff when they say, look at them, they don't even mention Miyagi in their resume. No, 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 what we've done. Said, it's okay, they have their reasons for it, it's political, mm -hmm. and we can't expect, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, mm -hmm. we are not that. We apply for funding mm -hmm. to do what we are doing, mm -hmm. and that's it. The other thing is, you mm -hmm. do need to get the recognition so that you can get more funding and have yes, more. True. So that's the only dilemma in that one. Mm -hmm. But the landscape is very fluid. It's 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 it needs a it, it, it needs like so, so many things. It needs needs some um, leaders, needs mm -hmm. leaders, needs people that have the courage to, to to really for the sake of what needs to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. That's so true. Twenty-two years. That, that, that's. It's a very good time. Well, we're speaking in South African terms. If you're looking at compared to how long we've had our democracy, and if, if Miyagi has been around for twenty-two years, what have been some of your most outstanding moments within those twenty-two years? It's probably a lot of moments. Mm -hmm. However, what have been some of those moments that you said to yourself, "You know what? This is happening. It's gradual, but it, it's 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 where I've always wanted it to go." Mm -hmm. Yeah, look, there is, there are, there are sort of turning points of, mm. of realizing that that what you have done has a has a gateway, mm -hmm. has there's an opportunity to take it further mm. and into into maybe other other directions. Yes. Now, Miyagi is not only. Um, we we have the slogan mm -hmm. uniting the power of classical, indigenous, and mm -hmm. jazz. So we've also invested and joined a lot of mm -hmm. um, people in indigenous music. True. And there's one group in um, northern province, in, northern game, in um, Ribongwani. Mm -hmm. That's 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 the the, the Tonga. Oh, northern province Limpopo. Northern okay, province okay. Limpopo. Okay. Okay. And uh, Gian, mm -hmm. that's where it is. Those are the Tsonga people, Tsonga yeah. speaking yeah, people. Yeah, Shanghai. Shanghai, yes. We say Shanghai. Mm. And meeting up with uh, um, a group there. Uh, Mr. Mabunda, he started teaching boys, mm -hmm. an old traditional ancient form of form of Shanghai music. Is it? Chin Chai Chai. It's called Chin Chai Chai. Chin Chai Chai is a drum. Oh, yes? And Tell me more it's about like that. a kettle drum, like very noisy, acrobatic, incredible, and to mm -hmm. that they do the most incredible um, dancing. Are you serious? I need to oh, go cover that. I need, dancing, I need to see dancing that. Dancing is amazing. Mm -hmm. you see, if you go into archive, yes, we've got a lot of footage on these people. Yes, in your because archive. we did every year in our um, program, we mm -hmm. included African heritage, mm -hmm. so we covered different ethnical groups' music, like the Venda. Wow, are you serious? Chikona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I commissioned many compositions for cross-cultural compositions, yes. you know, cross-cultural works, yes. including the 
Chicona pipe, yes. Goma, Venda drum, Kuduans mm-hmm. in the classical orchestra. Is it? In the classical environment, yes, yes, that we've done. And uh, amazing. we have stuff on, you know, archives, archives of that. Yes. Not only got praise for that, because mm-hmm. people, you know, we have, we've got Puritans, mm-hmm. or purists, and say, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have disrespect. Mm-hmm. And oh, people are like, you cannot fiddle with our culture because it... Mm, you know, it's, it's, oh. it's all a matter of... If we would then say, okay, guys, let's, let's open the stage and we talk about this. Mm. Uh, a lot of... So um, there's a lot of uh, material for, for discussion. Mm-hmm. And, but then I also was able to take Mr. Mavunda and the boys mm-hmm. to Europe. Are you serious? Yeah, and also Madosini, mm-hmm. Faleni, she's a um, Pondo. Pondo, yes, Pondo, I know Pondo Kukul. Yes, yes. And uh, just incredible. So we had a program with Madosini, a work mm-hmm. for Madosini, a classical work. I commissioned a work for string quartet, clarinet mm-hmm. solo narrator, mm-hmm. and Madosini. So in these things, um, just seeing the reaction of how they were received mm. in a hall where yesterday evening Rostropovich, one of the world's greatest cellists and conductors, conducted the London Philharmonic and the next night I had the Chin Chai Jai from Ripungwani My and Madosini and it was a full hall and probably lots of the same audience and we're mad about it so I think those are the moments but mm. there's so many or being in one of these big halls in, mm. in, in um, Europe, you know, I'm always, um, while the concert, I just can't sit in the front there with the dignitaries. And mm-hmm. I, I'm either backstage or mm. I'm right at the back of the hall. Mm. And then seeing these, uh, these youngsters performing, and then when they get up, and then when they have this applause and this like recognition of faces, is that for me? Mm. <laughs> That's the space. So I think those moments where, where things come together. Mm. But then it is just so that to, 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 having driven Miyagi for, for 21 years, you don't have time to sit back and say, wow, look at what I've done. Mm. Because you have the next cold shower. Exactly. And you wake up. And it is normally just the same old impossible situation that actually should not be mm. repeated. Mm. And I think that that keeps you on the ground. It mm. keeps you mm, sort of humble. True, <laughs> but it's a, it's a, but many, 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 many fantastic. Even moments on a, in the office when something just jolted and happened, mm. and you have um, funding mm. from 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 a source where you know getting it is not only the money but it mm. is the recognition mm. yeah. those are good moments or getting a letter like letters from from Palo mm. and letters from Dr. Ben mm. and I have those and where they where they acknowledge mm. that's very good we're performing alongside Miriam Makeba the the, the Miyagi group what was that experience like? I mean, that is a legend. And for some of um, the young musicians or young artists in Miyagi, it would have been something that they had never dreamt of. 
Yes, no, that's definitely the case. I mean, I never <coughs> dreamt of having anything to do with Miriam Makeba, and I'm just now, while I'm saying that, thinking how did this... How did it happen? ...develop. <laughs> ah, the world-famous American soprano Barbara Hendricks. Oh, yes. Afro-American. Yes. I asked her, knowing her somehow, said, would you come to South Africa? Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, yes, I would come any time, and, and I would um, like to meet Miriam Akeba. I'm such a fan of her. She's she still alive. Oh, I said, yeah, she is. And then she put that into my, that floor in my ear, and she's a classical singer, straight mm -hmm. classical singer. Mm -hmm. And she would have come out here to sing um, classical music, you mm -hmm. know, Schubert, all the classical songs, everything. Mm -hmm. And then she would have attracted um, classical music fanatics and opera fans and made white. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, I told her, I said, you're going to sing for a lily white audience, you're not going to reach. Why don't, don't we try and do a collaboration with Miriam? And she didn't believe me either, but I picked up the phone, called Miriam and said, I've got this idea, I said idea, and, and I think Miriam was at the stage where, where she just needed the money. Mm. And so I organized the evening at the Civic mm -hmm. Theatre, it was 2004. Mm. It's a which, long time ago. Yeah, a year in which we did a... It's not so long, it's yesterday. 2004? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels like yesterday. Yes, of course. No. Mm -hmm. And then um, we were... So, so I arranged so that uh, Barbara could sing yes. her songs in the first half, and the second half she had a collaboration with Miriam. Where, where Miriam sang with her with her trio, and Barbara sang with her pianist um, um, Gershwin mm -hmm. and the American um, um, spirituals, mm -hmm. and uh, then they jammed together. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. So, you had people coming that wanted to hear Barbara Hendricks and have only known about Miriam Makeba, and then experienced Miriam Makeba. And the other way around, people wanted mm. to hear only Miriam Akeva, experience Barbara Hendricks, and heard a Schubert song, a Brahms song, a Poland, or whatever. And uh, so then we, that was such a uh, fit. Mm. And then we said, okay, let's do a concert for, um, for the next year. We plan a collaboration with Barbara Hendricks, Miriam Akeva. Mm. And we were able to bring Miriam out, uh, Barbara, again, early 2005. And she brought a manager with her. And it all went south. Mm. Yeah, business came into play. And it was then on, on uh, um, account of how they behaved that Miriam pulled out. So that's, I don't want to deal with that, I don't want to deal mm -hmm. with that. And obviously the Barbara and her manager, Dutch managers, she's Afro-American, husband is Swede, mm -hmm. and stuff going on, and they were very cross, cross with me and Miyagi, we, 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 we ruined it. And uh, we had no, no deal with it, we simply looked after Miriam's interest. Mm. So then we had to think, how we do, and I ask Miriam, would you like to sing with an orchestra? 
Oh, yes, I was at the Hollywood Bowl in there, and I never sang in my country with an orchestra. So we transcribed songs mm -hmm. for, for some of the songs, and we had a whole evening at the Civic Theatre in 2005, Miriam with Orchestra. Wow. And I've got the footage. Wow. Yeah. It hasn't been, because there's also a lot of trouble there between her agent, mm -hmm. the rights. I mean, I don't even know. Mm. I know that we, as the um, uh, executive producers, mm -hmm. we've, we've got 50% rights to everything. Mm -hmm. And the rest is this and this and this. But before you can 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 really work with that material, people will have to sit around the table and say, and then the conductor wasn't happy with with some of the pieces needed to, to be re-recorded. Mm -hmm. But there's enough footage to do something very nice. Absolutely. Uh, the bit of what we own is is a, a little speech by Miriam. Wow. Which I can send to you on WhatsApp. Yeah. It's very, it's very, um, wow. very special. Yeah. Have, how much yeah. of the 22 years have you documented? I remember we, 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 we spoke briefly about that because... <laughs> Um, I, I feel the Miyagi story is a story that it will be known for a long time amongst those that know the story. However, I still feel that there's so much that the story can do mm. once, once it gets absorbed by the young people, once it gets absorbed by the old people, but just the general society. And then they would be able to see opportunity in, in classical music. But more, more than that, they would be able to see the contribution that Miyagi has made. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know on what platform do you... Because if you ask generally around, you know Miyagi. Mm -hmm. you, know. Mm -hmm. you know, we are, people say, there's this expression, best kept secret. Mm -hmm. but, but it's not that we sort of became like a household. In certain spheres, it's more and more and more and more. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it's, 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 but in this country, Nothing gets to be that mm. if it's not a commercial song that everybody whistles or a, mm -hmm. or a pop star or whatever and and and, you know, and Miriam and Yuma Sakela and Guangwa mm -hmm. these are icons and, and, mm -hmm. and this other guy lesser so um, Abdullah Ibrahim mm -hmm. so you have these names mm -hmm. but something like um, wow Wazi I mean I I I wouldn't know where the platform would be. Do you mean to, to showcase it? To showcase it. Well, one thing you can do is you have you do the story and then you license it. You'll make way more money than just doing it for channel. You do the story, you put it... Um, another thing that I've looked at, the opportunity, Miyagi's world has worked across different countries in the world. And that is influence. And that is those countries. In South Africa, we might not... And it happens so often that... Artists do work here, and then they blow up that side, or they get the, the recognition that side. But I've got a good neck that in all the countries that Miyagi has traveled, if they had to see the footage, if they had to see a documentary of the 22 years, yeah. and you premiere it that side, because it would incorporate all the different spaces you've been in in Europe, mm. and you obviously that's how it would be such an amazing project that if they give it praise. And this is just unfortunately with South Africa. Once it gets praise overseas, mm. we would want it for our national television. National television, yeah. would definitely want it. So it's about how we do it, yeah. because at the end of the day, the story has to be told. No, it's true. We 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 featured in quite a documentary. Mm. Um, 
it's it's on National Geographic. Wow. Uh, you should you should you should um, Google. Um, have we emailed? Um, yes, I've spoken to you about email before. Yeah, you yeah, emailed. So, yeah. so I'm going to send you some yeah. some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I'll, I'll forward you my email address. Yeah. Mm. But but yeah, let me because I would like to have a look. Let me and do that. Let me do that. Because I love telling check. stories, and and I think with with documenting the history, it's going to be with us forever. Mm. It's going to it forms mm. part of this country's yeah. arts history. You know, yeah. and a contribution that citizens can because it's a contribution that was made by the citizens. Yes. 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 No. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, if I think of these ladies in um, in uh, close. Chakuma village, which is close to Toyando, it's, uh, mm, it's a deep yeah, it's deep. Province. I mean, we got very close to Machavendira, the mm. the chief who was named the Green Man. Mm-hmm. He planted just anything mm-hmm. that he can get his hands on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so his group of traditional musicians participated in this um, cross-cultural, cross-pollination. Mm-hmm. Um, composition of the music of the Bavenda. and um, not much is known about the music of the Bavenda actually. No, 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 no. I mean, that's it. You know, you have it. It's like, it's like I was once, once introduced that this is Robert Brooks. He takes every, any music that he can get in a kraal and put it on stage. No, it was just, it was a, <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> it was an ambassador. Ambassador. <laughs> the crowd ambassador of the stage, is it? Is it? So I didn't quite. Uh, he, he was make. He was thinking. He was. He was cutting a nice mm, joke. Mm. I don't mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did that. I mean, the first year was it the second? First, mm-hmm. first, first, first year, yes. We had African Heritage, 2002 with African Heritage, and then 2003, I caught it 80. No. Two, two buses of 80 musicians from Ribongwani, or from, 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 from Venda. Hmm. Because uh, they do these um, Chikona, mm-hmm. because Chikona is not Chikona if you're doing it with five people or ten people. It's hundreds. What's Chikona? Chikona is a Venda traditional dance, which happens in these villages. Mm-hmm. So an open space you need, and then a big Ngoma drum is mm-hmm. really potent. Wow. And a smaller one. So then people come with their reed pipes, mm-hmm. and they circle around this drum. But huge circle. Mm-hmm. It could be a couple of hundred people doing this, mm-hmm. and then they're starting to engage. You know, there's a sign when you start, and then it's a it's a dance where you go into your knees, mm-hmm. and then everybody start blowing, and there are different um, notes. Mm-hmm. So it's like polyphonic and polyphonic rhythms across, yes. and you dance this for hours, and you go round and around and around. That is chikona. That's a that's a traditional dance and. You also use the kuduans to announce something. Mm-hmm. It's a whole ritual. Mm-hmm. And I experienced this the first time. I had a intern in my office, Nutanani Rambo. Mm-hmm. And she uh, worked, she was studying at Takis. And then she says, I have to show you my music, Venda. So I traveled up with her to 
um, Chakuma village and to her area. And she took me to a, to a village late Saturday afternoon and we drove out there. And, and then we were coming closer and it was already getting darker. Mm-hmm. So then um, when I got there, we went to the chief's um, house and we had tea. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, then they said, now the, now the people were gone. So you see people coming out of every hole. Hmm. And then uniting in this huge circle. That's how I discovered it. But I was standing there, you know, minding my own business and being mm-hmm. quite impressed with what this is all about. And a lady ran to me, gave me a pipe, and took my hand and drew me into the circle. Mm-hmm. And there I had to start dancing with them. Mm-hmm. That was in 2002. So I was still, still, still up and running mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. many years ago. So, and you know what? That is an incredible healthy movement. Is it? Because you sink into your knees. There's mm-hmm. no tight muscles like mm-hmm. you do in gym. Mm-hmm. You sink into your knees and you blow out the air all the time. The energy comes from new air. Energy doesn't come from air that you stored in any way. So you get rid of the air. Get rid of the air. Out mm-hmm. of it, you see blowing. Mm-hmm. Blowing, you're blowing, you're blowing. And I don't know how long I did it. I, I must have been busy with that close to two hours. Yeah, it must have been I was relaxing. Close to two hours, it's a relaxing thing. So, so that was quite something. So that was my, my um, getting to know all of this. And then later, the Marende dance, mm-hmm. the Domba. Mm-hmm. This is all, all, the, all, the, all the music, but Domba is sacred, you know, mm-hmm. mixing to that. Mm-hmm. It's a snake, snake dance. Oh, yes, I see it, I see it. Yeah. So, then we involved a lot of that, and then I commissioned a composer, and he went up there many, 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 many times, studied. And we, we then premiered music, Chikona Chiakona, it was called. Chikona Chiakona, we premiered that in 2000, and was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Yeah. 2007, mm. we we premiered that, and then Paolo Jordan was in the audience, mm-hmm. and he called, had his secretary call me, set up a meeting. He says that's what that's what the country needs. So I want you to do more of it, and there is a big um, conference, the IPSA conference, India, Brazil, mm-hmm. South Africa, in in. Um, Springtime, I think it was mm-hmm. October, November, and I want that production. Mm-hmm. So we brought the whole lot again. And then there was in 2008 the Interparliamentary Union mm-hmm. meeting in Cape Town with over a thousand parliamentarians mm-hmm. at the Ratanga Junction, mm-hmm. and he again asked me to put all of that together. So we carted the whole lot to Cape Town, and they performed with the Cape Town Philharmonic Orchestra. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so there were many things, and we have footage of all of that. You've got the footage? Yeah, yeah, we've got all of that footage. So that, that's great. That, that, that's the kind of footage that you just put together for a documentary. Mm. No, it's there. It's there. Um, okay. We can lay our hands on all, on all of these. I actually have, I have so much, reels and reels and reels. Is it? Of stuff at my... At my office. Well, I started off editing because I studied television, so I started off editing. I used to edit for Casa Chief TV, Mnet, Fuzu, so I've got the whole editing background, yeah. which is where the love for storytelling comes from for yeah. me. So I would love to get on. I've always wanted to 
work on a documentary. The, um, the last, the closest thing to a documentary I worked on was I edited an autobiography for one of the SNDF generals. He, he, has, he has a very intense story. He, he went to Russia, Korea, Robben Island, Zambia. You know, it's just the, the book is about his life. So, and I was like, I was just so intrigued, man. I was just taken by the story. And just like with, 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 with the Miyagi story, because I know there's going to come a time in the future when we're just going to want to... I mean, the country needs such stories. Yeah, you know it's I mean? true. I mean, for me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not an old, old man. I'm mm-hmm. advanced. Mm-hmm. But, um, and Miyagi is something that I'm doing. Mm. You know, there are so much to do still. Mm. There's so much to do. Mm. But I need to, which I've been doing since COVID, mm-hmm. involve youngsters yes. that they can run with it. Mm, absolutely. But, but they would need a solid, a solid um, organization mm. with. Would love to Miyagi to be an institution. Mm, absolutely. Know, to be something that can that's it's not so difficult. Because the, the it's not so difficult, and then get a solid funding scheme mm. going, involvement of. Um, International organizations, mm. foundations, see the relevance, mm. and 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 um, then all these things that we've established and the contacts mm. that, that that we've created can just go on. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, yeah, and I mean, twenty-two years. It's, it's it's been great. What's your going into the future? So before we close, what's your Greatest wish. I mean, you've achieved it through Miyagi. Miyagi itself. It, it, every time it achieves something, that's it achieving, and that's it growing, and that's the objectives met. But in the next couple of years, or just looking into the future, what's the one thing you wish for Miyagi? Yeah, look, Miyagi alone. The reality is that we are part mm-hmm. of the. I always call it the. The, the seven ugly sister syndromes. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? There's a story about seven ugly sisters that fought <laughs> terribly. And at the end of the day, they, they fought it was the most beautiful. Mm. But at the end of the day, they're all ugly. <laughs> and this is what we are in this country still. Mm, and I see. wish that Miyagi within such a situation will find out of that. Mm. And everybody else will be with us. That's not so that we will own them, not but that, but that there's the realization that there's something beautiful, something very precious, and something that that's not owned by anybody. And Miyagi should be part of such a, a landscape. No ugly sisters. Mm. That's, this is my wish. Absolutely. And then, and then things can develop. Absolutely. If I'm no Miyagi and just Miyagi, Robert goes and he finds um, Bill Gates giving us ten billion. Mm. So we hate it. But we have to together find. Oh, yes, I see. Yeah. Sort of like inclusive and, 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 and working together. That's, sort of like that's, that's what needs to happen. That, if you ask me, that is my, my wish because I know then, then, then if, if it then goes better and well with us, mm. that will be sustainable. Fantastic. For the rest of this year, we just came after, out of um, COVID. That must have been hectic for you guys, specifically because you travel a lot. Um, what are your plans looking like for the rest of this year, whether in the country or outside? Are there any going towards Spring Festive now? Yeah. Do you have anything planned? Yeah, we have uh, a project planned where we're going to have a workshop okay. amongst our composers. Mm-hmm. And um, that's on 
looking very much forward to. We'll have that um, end of November, beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is what we need to do. And I mean, the musicians are doing corporate gigs continuously. Mm-hmm. So now I was looking on the clock, always checking is the things are happening. Mm-hmm. So 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 that's going on, but nothing major. Um, next year around March we'll have a major concert mm. and exposing or, 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 or showcasing what happened in this workshop. So new compositions mm. with, with an ensemble of about 36 mm. Miyagi musicians. Great. So we're putting that together and then I need to um, have quite a bit of fundraising, mm. PR stuff going on so I have to... Uh, fundraising and, and PR stuff. Yeah, yeah. I need to leave for Europe again in the middle mm-hmm. of October, I think, or mm-hmm. around there in October, depending on what will come together to deal with, mm-hmm. and yeah, whatever ever Absolutely. pops up. Yeah, there's a lot of creative things and business, mm-hmm. business related. And, and, I'd love to know, and, in fact. And proposals that we have out there that needs to materialize or not materialize, mm-hmm. so, so that's basically my 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 business at the moment. All right, fantastic. My last two questions. Um, um, one more person that comes, well, that speaks very well of the Miyagi Institute. Um, I spent a lot of time, I was there again with the cellists and some trumpeters as well. I, I spent last year interviewing most of them and only to find that they, most of them have got one thing in common. They all went through um, Miyagi, whether it's in the beginning or during the course of their careers. And I think one of the last people that I spoke to, I did his profile, was um, a cellist by the name William Nobella. Yes. So he's amazing as well. I actually, I was fortunate to see him play live. Um, most people don't actually get to see cellists playing because most of us don't go to the orchestra and so mm. forth. So I was fortunate. Um, I got to see him play live and I got to see him teach. He's teaching as well. And he told me that he's he spent nine years, he's been with Miyagi for the past nine, almost ten years now, and he when when he got there he he wasn't the best person in terms of you know what what, what he knows how to do, but he he speaks highly of how much he had improved mm. from being um with Miyagi. Yeah. What can you say about William? And he's actually just there's a new song now that's out as well. Um it's probably gonna get nominated. It's an alternative song with Tulufelo and he plays the cello there as well. Mm. What's your experience with him? Very gentle, mm. gentle, dedicated, mm. and he loves music. Mm. And uh, he's uh, just a trustworthy guy. Mm. And he's wearing my shoes. Mm. I gave him a pair of shoes. That was for the two, and his shoes were just not right. <laughs> and then he was complaining his shoes. I said, Something that I said. William, there you are. There they are. And I know he's wearing them. <laughs> All right, Mr. Brooks, it's been amazing. My last question to the people of Cape Town. I know you're doing something great in Cape Town. Something good is in the pipeline. And I'm not sure what it is, but I was going to wait for you to just unpack it. What's happening in Cape Town? What is there an art center that you're busy with? No, we, we, we've got a piece of land to create an art center. Oh, wonderful. The piece so, of so, I mean, we, we signed this agreement beginning of 18 already. We mm. got the land that long. Mm. So we started planning ferociously, and we had a very good plan going. Mm. We already had the turning of this. Look, um, you need to get going with something like that to be mm. able to create the funding. Mm. You can't say I have a plan, give me the funding. It, 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 it needs to be flowing. So 
a very big thing would be to have the architectural, architectural plans approved. Mm. That's not the case yet. But mm. we started, we had, we were very far, and then we working with an international architect mm -hmm. and a consortium of people, and he, he um, worked with the local architect. Mm -hmm. And the local architect, after the turning of the sort, got somehow very, very um, creative and ambitious. Mm. And the relationship between those two fell flat. Mm. So my first three months of COVID was dealing with a lockdown, two months. Mm. Mm. A month was terrible because mm. one wanted to go to the lawyers, la 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 la. la. But we managed to, 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 to solve that one. And then we had to start all over again. So by end of uh, 20, we had the new concept, and it's a beautiful concept. Mm. It's called the Miyagi, the Miyagi Cultural Investment Center, Kailicha. Mm -hmm. oh, is, is it in Kailicha? It's in Kailicha. It's next wow. to the, to the um, Harare police station. It's amazing. It's really middle. So we are very far from having the funds. Yes. But it's progressing. Mm -hmm. And they haven't taken the land away yet. Mm -hmm. So I hope that so we now, week after next week, yeah, next week, mm -hmm. we have um, significant people and we're having um, a visit Kailicha and German parliamentarians, mm -hmm. some, some potential donors, but mm -hmm. it needs um, backing from German government or mm -hmm. some with some substantial funds uh, and only then it need not be all the funds but only then I can spend the money to mm. pay the architects to draw so we are a little stuck there and COVID <laughs> played its part yes it did very much so so, so this is it and it's not only going to be a music centre but it's going to be a cultural centre mm. which is going to cater for theatre, music um, creative arts because that's where the indigenous element yeah. comes in yeah and, and not only South Africa centered, mm -hmm. but work into the into the Southern African Sadek region. Sadek region. Absolutely. And Have you been out into that space, just by the way? Yeah, I've been around. I've been around. Yeah, mm -hmm. been around. There's, it should be more. Mm -hmm. um, but let's see now what transpires. Absolutely. And we we simply have a lack of operating funds. Mm. That's it. It's always project related oh yes and you can generate funds through that but then if you get funding you can't take huge percentages from that funding mm. because, and donors are very very allergic if mm. they see that kind of stuff so, so it's a mm. need investment in this music is a great investment um, um, thought and what that can all transpire to mm. I'm very happy to hear that the youngsters are aware Mm. Really, really, really. That's that does. No, no, that's a happy making moment. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> no, they are. They are. Well, with my time covering what they do, that that, that is what led to me saying. But what's Miyagi, guys? What's what's Miyagi thing? And I, I mean, I spent a whole year last year with just um, what do you call it? Um, doing music content production. So oh. then I fell into this classical space and I'm like, why are there so many black guys playing the cello? I, I, I was my first experience yeah. coming that yeah. close. And then I only got to see that there's quite a, 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 a niche group, you know, 
and they all have one common reference to Miyagi. And then I started doing my research, and then I went to Durban for the Intra-Africa Trade Fair. I was covering that. And you were at the concert, no? Yes, that's where oh, I met wonderful. you. Wonderful. That's where I met yes, you. Yes, I, I actually cool. approached you, and I was like, Hi, Mr. Brooks, my name is so-and-so. Yeah. Um, that's it, I remember that in the foyer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, and I, I have... Uh, there's another very dear guy, mm-hmm. Seppo Pue. Seppo Pue. He's also a cellist. Mm-hmm. He lives in Berlin. Oh, no, I wouldn't know that. Yeah, he married, he married Sophie, wow. um, a French. Mm. She works for... Oh, Seppo is doing PR for you. Yeah. Oh, I heard about you see, yeah. it's a small circle because of the one I think William told me about. Yeah, no, yeah. Triples, triples, and, and then he does, um, <coughs> he does, uh, he's got a baby now with mm-hmm. Sophie. And he Wonderful, I heard about this story. And, and, and he's a conductor, wow. and, and he's doing his thing, and he's one of the chaps that that can play a huge role in leading whatever happens in the arch. Oh, wow. You know, so, so, so there are a couple of them. It's a wonderful. Bass violinist um, Viwe mm. Kizuan. Mm. Um, uh, so we're going to have this interesting thing in Cape Town where mm-hmm. where David Panzel, the, the Austrian, comes. When is this? And this is going to be first week December. You must just let me know. So, so I'll invite you to come. Yeah, absolutely. You can. You can. You, you can. Let me know. Um, you can. I'll tag along. Yeah, I think you'll have. A, and I'll cover the story. You'll have a lot you. of nice, nice, nice things there. You know? Will they be there? Oh, so then I can get to oh, wonderful! Then okay. I can get to interview them and then yeah. package that and just no, add can, it on. No, you can to get to those. I will get Zeppo here. Boy will come. Oh, wow. We can we can we can do a lot of creative stuff. That'll be amazing. Right. Yes, and then you use that as part of the archives for Miyagi and then yeah. formulates the story. Mm. No, yeah. And there's a lot of angles. I mean, we can go and sit. Look, our art archives is a mess. It's it's mm-hmm. not it's not um, um, ordered at all. Okay. This, this, this footage that, all over the place. Well, it's, mm. mm-hmm. you know, on the shelf. I know how to log. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's, 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 but we can also get help. Mm. It's not just, we, just let me know. We say, we need, to, we need to put a team together. And say, okay. What, what can we do? Mm-hmm. We need to get a budget. Mm. What's it going to cost us? Because mm. these things, if you do it professional, you pay. And you, True. And, and you pay people who are doing the job. And, and that we need to do. True. So, um, we need to do exactly that. No, fantastic. Thank you. 